0: Living in the U.S., of course, we're considered among the rich, even if we're not the rich in our society, because our country is so well off. And, and there's no question that uh, a gospel like this touches our heart and perhaps uh, challenges our conscience a bit. How do we live our lives in regard to possessions? Strikes me, and I've shared this before, that what we're all about here on our faith journey is getting ourselves detached from the things of this earth and attached to the things of heaven. This uh, familiar parable uh, is introduced to us uh, in this give and take between uh, one of the people in the crowd and Jesus. Teacher, tell my brother to share the inheritance with me. There's never a case anywhere in the scriptures that I can find where Jesus gets involved in a domestic, earthly dispute. It's not about all of that. He says, friend, who appointed me as your judge and arbitrator? But then he says to the crowd, it's a lead-in to the parable he's going to share, take care to guard against all greed. For though one may be rich, one's life does not consist of possession." That's an a important teaching for us. And at times in our life, we are comfortable embracing it, but there's also something about being in a high-powered economy like ours and having desires for earthly things that we sometimes forget that life does not consist of just possessions. And of course, the parable resonates. The, the man that he's talking about is a rich man, And not many people can have a harvest so large that they need to tear down their smaller barns and build larger ones. And yet, that is his solution. He doesn't think in terms of sharing this abundant harvest with others. He's only thinking about how do I accumulate more, store it, have it to to spend and to enjoy in my later years. But it reminds us, and it's common understanding for for all of us as we live our lives, of of a couple of different things. First, we do not know the hour or the day that we will be called home. Some of us uh, live a full life, 80, 90 years old, but others die young. And certainly we know that occasionally uh, when we're dealing with wars and, and young life lost, soldiers and such and in the diseases that can go around but that we do know that there are people who do have their life cut much shorter than they would have expected and it also is a common saying among us you can't take it with you that there aren't any u-hauls in a funeral procession that we have what we have here and then we leave it behind completely We don't have even a small share of that. All we take with us, and I shouldn't say all, as if that diminishes it, what we take with us is our good deeds, our generosity, our concern about our brothers and our sisters. And of course, you know, we don't know, this is a parable, so uh, Jesus wants us just to consider the the possibility. And, and, And most of the people who would have heard that we're nowhere close to rich enough or uh, having harvests large enough that they would even be dealing with these issues. Huh? And so in that respect, really, the first reading deals more with the everyday person, huh? the common day-to-day life that people experience. And it's in that book of Ecclesiastes where Koheleth, vanity of vanities, here is one who has labored with wisdom and knowledge and skill, And yet to another who has not labored over it, he must leave property. You know, uh, sometimes uh, it's a particular joy for people to leave uh, possessions to to loved ones, family and friends, but for many there's kind of a resentment. They had had little effort put into the accumulation of the wealth. Uh, It's hard sometimes to surrender that to, to, uh, to family, but... Uh, he said, what profit comes to man from all the toil and anxiety of heart with which he has labored under the sun? All his days, sorrow and grief is his occupation. Even at night, his mind is not at rest. The kind of turbulence and the relentless nature of our day-to-day lives kind of weighs in here. This is, we're not rich men with a harvest. We're people laboring each day and and uh, and dealing with toil and anxiety of heart. Uh, and it's a reminder to us not only to recognize that God honors that kind of effort, that kind of single-mindedness, but appreciates our respect for others who are going through that. We, uh, we have a lot of wonderful lessons, it seems like, as we get into the role of ordinary time and, uh, and I, I think this is one that even though we may not qualify as uh, the richest of the rich, we do want to be people that put first and foremost in our minds the things of heaven, to find ourselves more and more resisting the things of earth and finding ourselves copacetic with God in heaven.